Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo-Coster. Every quarter in the lounge, we hold a week-long workshop with two calls and daily prompts to help members plan the next three months in their business. It's one of my favorite things in the lounge, and this most recent wrap call was so good, I had to share some of the takeaways on the podcast. Since we went so deep on this call, well beyond Q4 talk, and it meandered around a bit because the calls are really based on the attendees and their questions, I'm going to break it out into a few different episodes so it's easier for you to follow. Plus, I like to deliver things as succinctly as possible here on the podcast. So welcome to this mini-series I'm calling Lounge Lessons. And this week's lesson is all about how to increase sales in your seasonal business during the rest of the year. For a little context, the lounge member that prompted this discussion sells kids' costumes, and her busy season is August through December. We've brainstormed a few different ways over the last few months on how she can create a more steady stream of income in her business throughout the year. Because her products are such high quality and handmade, these aren't your party store packaged costumes. One of the conversations we had earlier in the year was partnering up with event planning companies that do princess parties. I only know what these are because my cousin used to work them, but she told me LA celebrities would host these parties on any given weekend just to give the kids something to do. So they're pretty lucrative and they're not going to hem and haw over the price of a costume that their kid wants. There are also SEO things she can do. And of course, sometimes it just comes down to creating a marketing campaign and giving customers a reason to pay attention to you. But we didn't talk about any of this. In fact, we didn't talk about increasing sales during the off-season at all. Initially, she asked if it was typical for retailers to make the majority of their revenue in Q4, and the answer was yes. And so I said to her, what if you just made all of your money in August through December and you got to chill for the rest of the year? Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with having a seasonal business. There are plenty of seasonal businesses out there. In my previous day job, we did the majority of our entire year's revenue from October to February. Sure, we had a few spikes here and there throughout the year and we didn't shut down, but ultimately we put a lot more focus into optimizing our busy season and doing our best to capitalize on that increased traffic and readiness to buy. And think about it, who wouldn't want to be able to take it easy in the spring and summer? That'd be pretty awesome, right? But like any business strategy, it's not quite that cut and dry. To make this business model work, you do have to do your part. So what does that look like? Well, there's two main things you have to focus on. Optimizing your peak season sales and staying relevant during the off season. 
When it comes to optimizing your peak season sales, I could spend hours talking to you about this, and I have. I will stick links in the show notes for you to dive into. But at a high level, here's what I would look at. One, your sales channels. If your goal is to make a year's worth of revenue in a matter of three months, it's going to be pretty hard to do that just on your website in most cases. You're going to have to get out in front of your people. In that case, it might be time to get on platforms such as Amazon and or Etsy. Number two, optimizing your KPIs. With such a short window to make the majority of your sales, you need your business firing on all cylinders. That means optimizing conversion, increasing your AOV, and bringing back as many repeat customers as possible during this time, just to name a few. Number three, your production and fulfillment. This is especially important if you are making your own products. If you can't fulfill the orders you're generating, this business model is not going to work. So whether that looks like outsourcing manufacturing, fulfillment, or just starting production earlier, you'll definitely need to dive in and get realistic about what this is going to look like in your business. If you have to run yourself ragged and miss out on the joy of the holiday season to make it work, it's probably not worth it for you. But let's say you get all of that in play. You're totally rocking out your peak season, the money is rolling in, and you're good to go. Now what? Like, What do you do for the rest of the year? While you can certainly take some more personal time for yourself and your family, that's kind of the point of this, right? That doesn't mean you get to completely check out. In fact, the other nine months of the year, you're essentially going to be preparing for that peak season. So of course, you'll be getting your marketing campaign and optimization in place. You'll need to be working on your production plans, reaching out for PR and collaboration opportunities, that sort of thing. But I also want you to work on customer acquisition during this time. Once peak season hits, you're not going to have time to find new people. Do that during your downtime so that by the time your busy season rolls around, they're already a repeat customer. This also means you'll have to keep your existing customers engaged throughout the year so they don't forget about you. You cannot ghost them. But staying top of mind doesn't necessarily mean you have to do any big product launches or marketing campaigns unless you really want to. At a minimum, you'll still want to send at least one email per week and check the show notes for some email ideas if you're not sure what to say. Ultimately, you get to slice and dice this however you want. Maybe it still makes sense for you to launch a spring line or Mother's Day is a big opportunity for you. Maybe you have a couple of really big launches during the year and then you coast in between those. You get to decide what that looks like for you and what makes sense for your business. Ultimately, my goal for you, like most things in business, is to double down on what works and pull back on the rest. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to give up the rest of the year. But if you've been trying to get shit to work, banging your head against the wall, maybe you're just putting your energy into the wrong thing. And it doesn't mean you never try again. But ride the wave of that peak season, get some cash in the bank. That's going to alleviate a lot of that stress so that when you do sit down to think about your year-round strategy, you can do so with more clarity and creativity. So I'm curious, are you a seasonal business? Have you been struggling with this? Did this spark any ideas for you? I'd love to hear more about your business, where you're at, and what you're struggling with. 
DM me on Instagram and let me know. If that is you and you're listening to this in real time, wondering if it's too late to optimize your Q4 strategy so you can ride this peak season wave, no, it's not. I'll stick some resources for you below, or you can come join us in the lounge and take advantage of the exclusive training and resources there. And that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.